Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. From AccuWeather.com, this is Everything Under the Sun. It's our weekly podcast featuring in-depth interviews with experts from AccuWeather and from around the world. Bringing you behind-the-scenes information, stories, and news on the weather, climate change, and the outdoors. Covering topics from the worlds of science, sports, and space. It's all the information you need to weatherproof your life. And now, here's the host of Everything Under the Sun, AccuWeather meteorologist, Dean DeVore. And welcome into Everything Under the Sun from AccuWeather.com. This is our second episode of our winter series for 2022. And winter weather is certainly on our minds here as we've been seeing some wintry problems up along the northern tier of the country. And we're going to see some potential problems into the northeast as we go later on in the weekend. I'll talk about that in our second segment, the weather for the upcoming weekend and week beyond. But friends, sit back and relax. We're going to talk about how to stay safe as the winter storms are coming down the pike with folks from the Red Cross. Sit back and relax. It's time to talk about everything under the sun from AccuWeather.com. Friends, as we look at this winter, we are already seeing some uh, major winter events that are certainly uh, problematic for people. And we expect more with lots of storms and even a blizzard brewing for later on this uh, weekend and early next week in parts of the northern plains. So I wanted to talk a little bit about getting ready for winter with folks that uh, we know that uh, deal with a lot of problems disasters, natural disasters and issues for people, the American Red Cross. I think sometimes uh, thinking about the American Red Cross and how we deal with winter problems may not be at people's top of the mind awareness, but it is my pleasure to welcome in a national spokesman for the American Red Cross, Joy Squire, to talk about winter storm safety. But Joy, I think that that thing is when I think of Red Cross, I think of massive floods or tornado outbreaks or things like that, not necessarily wintry problems and winter storms, but as we see, you know, I think with these winter storms, it's not necessarily one big ticket storm that cri- creates massive amounts of damage in one area at one maybe short amount of time. This is a thing that goes over all, all the winter and, and different areas have different problems for different people. And those can mount up. People can have real issues going through the winter, losing power, losing heat and losing functionality of their homes when we've got these decidedly terrible winter conditions. Yeah, you know, it's the Red Cross mission to respond in the face of emergency. And absolutely, a winter storm, a winter blizzard is an emergency for those who are in the middle of it. And we ask people, and I know AccuWeather talks about this, to know the difference between a winter watch and a winter storm. Because a winter watch means conditions are right, but a winter storm means it's coming. And when a winter storm is coming, that's when you really got to take time and prepare. 
And hopefully hunker down would be one of those preparedness ways to be one of those ways to stay safe during a winter storm. Which is hard for people to do anymore, right? Because nobody, I mean, back when I was young, you would pray for a two, three day snowstorm to sit in your house and just have fun and relax. But that's so out of everybody's mind now. They just want to be going all the time. So it's very difficult, but it it really truly is a situation to save your life. Yeah, I think that what you're talking about, we hear so many things in terms of these watches and warnings. A watch, a winter storm watch, means that something is possible. Usually start seeing that two or three days out from the event. When we think it's likely and going to happen or is happening, that's when it switches to a warning. And then the the kind of ramp up to that are blizzard watches and warnings. So real quick, I'm going to talk about the difference in that. Blizzard joy is a word that has kind of gotten co-opted, to be honest. A blizzard now can mean just a large snowstorm, but really to have blizzard conditions, it's about the wind speed. You've got to have 35 mile per hour wind gusts or better over a three hour period. You've got to have visibility issues during that period, which are a quarter mile or less. You can have blizzard conditions without snow actually falling. It could be blizzard conditions from snow that's already fallen. So that's another type of storm, not only the snow aspect of it and the accumulations and the iciness because of the snow, but then you add the wind and the visibility. And I mean, I don't know, Joy, where do you live? So where are, where are you? I'm in Chicago, so oh. I'm absolutely familiar with all of these winter yeah. blizzard storms. We get all of them and we really, you know, know that it's real and it's serious. And right. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely in Chicago, you definitely know the difference. And, you know, Chicago itself, I'm on WBBM there every morning. And in Chicago, I mean, there's different types of storms. Those uh, wind off the lake storms that are kind of wet and slushy, then to slippery in the inland suburbs. But these cutter storms that bring all this uh, rain uh, to over to snow and then a lot of wind and snow on the backside and those rapidly falling temperatures, that's what you see in places like Chicago. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. Sometimes they get that bump of snow and they think, oh, we're over. And then all of a sudden the cold wind comes in behind it and can create problems. And so. Other than hunkering down, Joy, what are some other things that folks need to do? To me, it looks like preparation. If I know a storm's coming, what do I do outside and inside to make sure that I have a habitable situation if I lose power or problems in a winter storm? Well, certainly, if you can't stay indoors, we recommend you do, but a lot of times people can't. As you said, people are on the go. So if you're going to go out, you know, wear layers of clothing, make sure you have the hat and gloves and you're really warm. Check on your neighbors. And make sure, you know, especially those that are elderly, have a plan and are, have someone taking care of them should a storm be impending. Get your pets inside. Certainly no pets should be outside during um, any kind of winter weather or a storm. So definitely bring pets in. Be super cautious if you're going to be doing any kind of shoveling or heavy moving of snow with your car. And if you are in the car and the storm is coming or you've got, you're in the midst of a storm, you know, we know that. The roads can get really icy, so you got to be staying far away from the vehicles ahead of you. People tend to want to, you know, snowplows don't go fast, and people tend to want to go around snowplows. That's not a good idea ever to do that. Stay far away from the snowplows when you're on the road during the storm. Um, also, make sure that you have in your car, you know, a storm kit. Kit, like yeah, an that's ice scraper. 
Yep. You know, a small sack of sand, you know, in case you do get stuck. Um, a brightly colored cloth that you can put on your antenna or your windshield should you get stuck. Um, and an emergency supply kit, like first aid, you know, some easy things you can eat, blankets, you know, that kind of thing. Because if you do get stuck, you um, want to have some things there with you. Um, you know, phone charger certainly too, if, you know, you have power. And if you're there, we say that stay in the car if you get stuck. You know, if you can, um, rather than venture out in the type of weather you're talking about, a blizzard and all, um, and keep your car on, you know, if you can, um, at least every 10 minutes an hour with the interior light on so that people see you in this kind right. of low visibility weather. Yeah, one of the scariest things I've ever been a part of is um, I was traveling, I was driving from Buffalo back down to where AccuWeather's headquarters are in State College and right through that snow belt. And um, in that just zero visibility, constant lake effect snow, where I had to rely on whether or not the person in front of me was staying on the road, because that's all I was following was his taillights. And then hopefully and hoping that he wasn't going to to go off the road, because if he went off the road, I was going off the road. Um, but then I encountered a couple of situations where people were off the road. I think they'd run out of gas or whatever. And that is the dangerous situation, Joy. I'm 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 very cognizant of that because um especially, you know, not even big, huge day-long storms. Squalls have been a big major problem. We've seen more squall activity where, you know, after a, a decent storm, it gets windy and cold and these really heavy snow squalls come in where it can just white you out in about five or 10 minutes, put down a quick coating to an inch or so and create icy conditions. And people are, you know, not taking care of getting off the road completely and it's creating more and more havoc. So those are things that I think you really need to consider in these situations. Agree? Absolutely. And, you know, if you know a storm's coming, make sure your gas tank is full because, you know, you don't want to run out of gas in a situation like that. Or you don't want to have your fuel line freeze. And then also make sure your tailpipe, you know, is free of any snow, too, should you get stuck, because that can be a super dangerous situation, too. Right. The carbon the carbon dioxide can build up or carbon monoxide can build up, then not get any relief. And that's why also you need to vent, even though it's cold out, maybe 10 below out, you still need some ventilation in your car if you can. Uh, but yeah, if, if you're needing to get, say you're down to uh, half and a quarter and you're worried, um, about 10 to 10 to 12 minutes an hour of, of of that energy being on in the car can keep you warm, especially if you got some blankets and other things in the car, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that can help. You know, you, you want to make sure that gas tank is full, but if you're nervous about it and you're stuck, yeah, a few minutes an hour, about 10 to 12 minutes an hour, yeah, on for a bit with the interior light on. That's important so that people can see you and, you know, hopefully someone can come and help you out of that difficult situation. And we're talking with a national spokesperson from the American Red Cross, Joy Squire. And Joy, uh, you know, is that uh, that perception about the Red Cross not really being a wintertime situation? I think, uh, is that a perception that you as an organization fight a little bit? Because the Red Cross in any disaster, no matter what the weather or cause of it, is there to help. So is that something that sometimes you need to make people aware is, hey, if you get winter storm damage or have problems, the American Red Cross is here to help you. The American Red Cross is there in face of emergency. We're there in times of storm. We work with city, county, um, state officials constantly um, through every state and every community. 
um, in the country. So we are there. And, you know, a lot of different things happen in the winter um, that the Red Cross responds to. You know, also house fires increase significantly in during the winter time and around yeah. the holidays and all too. And that is the number one disaster that the Red Cross responds to. There are 60,000 house fires each and every wow. year across the United States. And we definitely see them go up during this time of year. And oftentimes it's because people are using things like space heaters when it gets really cold. Kerosene to, uh, heaters that people get knocked over and then the, mm-hmm. the flames spread, those kinds of things. You have to be really safe and using any kind of space heater and make sure that three feet around that heater, um, that includes walls, furniture, um, drapery, bedding, are not near. you got to have a three feet space all the way around. You can't put a space heater on carpet should be on a flat surface, like a tile floor um, to be safe. And people should consider, there's a lot of old space heaters out there that aren't really safe anymore. People should consider getting the type that if you tip it over, um, it stops. And that you also unplug the space heater when you go out of the room because they cause a lot of fires. Um, Also people heat their homes, try to heat their homes. And this is never a good idea when it's really cold with an oven or a stove on. That causes a lot of house fires. Never a good idea to do that. Um, and what can save you and help you in case of that kind of emergency is having working smoke alarms. So we recommend people check every month the batteries and their smoke alarms and their carbon monoxide detectors because having a working smoke alarm can cut the risk of dying in a house fire in half. And that's really significant. So that's another thing the Red Cross talks often about is working smoke alarms and safety around house fires. I think the uh, also the additional situation where people have trees, Christmas and holiday trees and decorations up. So there's a lot of extra stuff in all these houses right in the heart of this winter season, especially in the areas uh, in the northern tier of the country that are going to have more of these ice and uh, and wind events. And, yeah, we have a blizzard situation that could be unfolding in parts of the country um, over the weekend. Uh, some rain and snow, maybe the first accumulating snow towards New York City as we get into uh, later in the weekend, early next week. So lots to think about. Um, really great resources. All that information that uh, Joy just talked about, you can get on their website at redcross.org. Look for winter safety tips. Um, and a really nice layout there, Joy, of all that information. Anything else you want to add here? Anything else people need to know about the Red Cross's role in winter? Well, I want to let everybody know that the Red Cross does have um, an emergency app, which you can get in any of the app stores. It alerts you in case of a winter storm coming, in case of any type of storm coming around the area where you are in particular. So I suggest you go um, and download the app and use that. Um, That's really a great resource as well as there are a lot of great safety tips on redcross.org as well. And we appreciate Everything um, the AccuWeather team does to get our message out there because the Red Cross is about safety and we appreciate talking about safety with you here today. That's what we are too, Joy, protecting people's lives and property. Uh, From the app, can you then, if you have an issue, use that to get in contact with people? If you have a problem, does uh, does the app do that? Uh, Help you get in contact with somebody from the Red Cross if you need help? Um, There are ways you can message on the app, you know, and you also can always use, you know, go... Um, message through redcross.org too. So all kinds of ways to get in Mm -hmm. touch with people. Joy, thanks so much for spending time with us. Great information. And thanks for all that the Red Cross does. And uh, as we get to other 
times of the year, maybe when we get to a hurricane season again on the other side of things that we talk about this again, because that's another big situation for the American Red Cross. Joy, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. Again, redcross.org is the place to start if you want information about anything that the Red Cross does. And again, look for the tabs and the information about this winter weather uh, scenarios and advisories and how you can prepare. It's not too early to think about that, especially when you hear the mentions of some snow events. And that's something we're mentioning about next week. As we drop this on Friday, December 9th, we've got a week ahead from now. It'll be, what, the 16th? And we'll be in that mode where folks are going to get ready to be positioning for the Christmas and then New Year's holidays. We do have some blizzard condition possibilities next week, some severe weather problems, a wild weather week in that week ahead of the Christmas holiday. And we'll detail that with our friend Bernie Reno coming up. This is AccuWeather.com's Everything Under the Sun. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Whether you're at home getting ready for work, packing the kids' lunch, or commuting, listen to AccuWeather Daily. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, and you'll get the top trending weather story of the day every day. And welcome back to Everything Under the Sun from AccuWeather.com here on our Episode 2 of our winter series. So happy and thankful to have the folks from American Red Cross on to talk about winter weather danger. And as we bring in my friend, Mm. AccuWeather, why did you say it that way? I don't know. It just came out that way, Dean. You know, it's kind of funny. Can I introduce you before you talk? AccuWeather meteorologist Bernie Reno, ladies and gentlemen. Now you can say it. Well, it's funny because I bring you in on the network and now you're bringing me in on the podcast well, that's what great. i was thinking yeah yeah we've been uh bernie's been um, allowing me to be on his network I'm, i've been allowing show, it yes. since since i am clearly in charge <laughs> of all operations right well you're in charge of the weather yeah so uh, yeah. let's talk about that you know we've talked about winter weather safety mm-hmm. we have these just annoying small systems yeah. of uh winter to the northern flanks, and then we've got some rain going into the weekend. We've got some problems down the southeast with some rain and some thunder this weekend. Later on in the weekend, I'm a little concerned about uh, this situation Sunday night into Monday in parts of the northeast. Yeah. And, of course, the west is getting hammered again this weekend. Dip into the jet stream, a lot of storminess all the way down to California. Can we get that out of the way before I go to the Rose Bowl in a couple oh, yeah, of weeks? I, yeah. Middle of the country's dry, Bernie. For but now. Talk about... Uh, what you think first that western situation this This weekend this is a huge storm for the west not so much 
from a rain perspective, although there's going to be some rain, but when we're when we're talking about California and we're talking about getting rid of the drought, the most important way to get rid of the drought is the snow in the Sierra. Because what happens is you build that snowpack, and if you can get a lot of snow, you store it. You store it from when it melts to when it melts. To when it melts. So right. what happens, you have to remember in California, they get 99, 95% of the rain between December and March. It's like a spigot. Or put it this way, it's like an alarm clock. The The alarm is ringing, and it's a, and once it goes off, you're done with rain. So you've got to get the precipitation in this three months. But the Sierra snowpack, how that helps is once you get to April, you won't get a drop of rain in California. So how do you fill the reservoirs? Through melting snow. Melting snow, right? So that's why you need the snowpack, and plus you're storing it to when you really need it. Now, last year, remember, from December 15th through the rest of the year, Nothing. they got 10 to 20 feet of snow, and then... Nothing. Nothing. And that's the way the pattern works in California. I always talk about how the rain and snow in California is like a faucet. When it's on, it's on. It's running. Right. But when it's off, it's you don't dry. get a drop. So this is a big storm for them this weekend. Feet of snow in some of the higher terrain. I think we may end up with about six or seven feet of snow. But this will you'll be hearing about shutdowns along I five. I-80 um, through all of those passes. Now, the um, areas just to the eastern side of the Rockies and into the plains, pretty dry, nice. Let's talk about the southeast situation this weekend with rain and thunder and some problems down there. They've been inundated all week, especially Tennessee and in the Kentucky uh, rounds of thunderstorms. Uh, th- there's one round that will, uh, uh, out ahead of our main storm, there's going to be another upper low that's moving from the Midwest to Northeast. You and I have been talking about the Northeast for Sunday all week. Right. But on the southern side of that, another round of rain and thunderstorms there. Uh, that'll be uh, Saturday night into Sunday. Is it a severe weather? No, but more downpours, isolated flooding. Right. And that kind of sets the stage for the possibility of flooding next week which with we'll, the next storm. Which we'll talk about in a second after we talk about the energy that's out west transferring eastward and Sunday night into Monday we have some concerns about the northeast, especially interior parts. I think uh, snow and some rain and I think New York to me it's a little mixed on Sunday and then goes over to rain at night and then eases out but you know up towards Boston I'm a little worried. Boston, Southwest, Providence in that area to Hartford there could be some slipperiness as you get back to work on Monday. Yeah we'll see we'll see how this shapes up. It's interesting you have twin upper lows. You had one on Friday in the Saturday. Friday, I mean uh, the one Thursday and a Friday that brought all the snow to the Midwest, but nothing to the Northeast. Now this second system, Saturday and right. Sunday, does very little in the Midwest, right. but brings it into the Northeast. Right, right. Uh, you know, I, 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 there's a fresh injection of colder air coming in. I, I was more with the Rochester, Syracuse, Albany. We'll see about southern New England. I know there's a concern because the storm, there could be a system that tr- that, that gets going offshore and that maybe you get some precipitation back well, in the well, southern New England. You are going to have that on Saturday anyway because yeah. of that strong storm out on the uh, to the east, that flow coming off the ocean. There's yeah. going to be uh, ocean effect rain and drizzle yeah. down on the Cape and the islands, and that sure. may last into Sunday with a little bit of snow. But it's that next piece of energy coming in over the top later Sunday night into early Monday that we're worried about for areas, especially south yeah. and west of Boston. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I was yeah I, I I think the area that we continue to focus on is interior. I think that's right. It's a nuisance snow, but for some it can cause some problems. Let's go into the next week because we have been talking yeah. at AccuWeather.com and AccuWeather the network everywhere about this potential for this volatile week where you've yeah. got 
all kinds of warm air coming up into the middle of the country. You got cold air coming in over the top. You got to have a blizzard in the upper plains, severe weather in the southeast, all while people are trying to get ready for that week leading up to Christmas. It's going to be problematic. Yeah, uh, Joe Lumberg and I, and we at Long Range, we were talking about this even late last week. That that that's the storm coming into California. There's a severe weather outbreak. That, that that's not even a question. Right. The question is how bad is it going to be. And that would be like Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, next? yeah, maybe as early as Monday night, I thirty-five. That would be Dallas, Oklahoma City. But I really think it's Tuesday, and we're starting to zone in on the area: East Texas, Northern Louisiana, Northern Mississippi, and Western Tennessee of tornadoes. And then this the, could be similar to the yeah. outbreak of twenty-nine, November twenty-ninth uh, and thirtieth of this year. Right. Not in the general area. Not in, in the same, same area, area but, but the number of tornadoes right. I can see. How you get 20, 24 tornadoes. I, I don't like doing that this far in advance, no. but I think the ingredients are there, and it's been such a warm week, so you have everything associated with that. So I think there is a severe weather outbreak Tuesday, Tuesday night, and that area that I mentioned, that's where we could be seeing tornadoes on the ground. Now, the opposite is on the northern flank of that. Uh, there could be some ice and problems up to the uh, mid-Atlantic in the northeast uh, later in that middle to end of the week. Well, the upper level low comes due east. You know, it's the upper level low, if you imagine it on a map, it's across Kansas Tuesday, Wednesday. Now, what that's going to do is it's going to move due east. And where do you look for problems on the northern side of the upper low? The question is, is does the upper low take more of a northern track across the, that, the snows in the upper Midwest, northern parts of Michigan, Wisconsin, and into New England? Or does the upper level low belly a little farther south, take a track across Kentucky and, and Virginia? And you're talking about a snowstorm I don't want to talk down about in the that. Pennsylvania. <laughs> I mean, that is, it is on the no. table to discuss no. Thursday. I, I, I think I think folks who have traveled mid to late yeah. next week east of the Mississippi really need to start honing in and watching every day and see how this evolves because I think it's going to be problematic for those people. And one other thing, yes, Christmas week, yes, there's going to be a storm. I think so. We don't. We're not sure is it is what track it's going to be, but it's going to start in Texas. Does it take a track to the Midwest? Does, Does it, it take cut? more? You know what you playing the same game as we're playing now right where's the upper low does it take a track north or south well christmas week you're doing the same except i think the storm's a little farther south so it, it's a very very interesting pattern bernie reno from our accuweather yeah. network thanks for uh joining me on the podcast well, thanks for allowing me well thanks for allowing me presence. on the uh, yes. on the network and calling the me your friend thank you <laughs> i'm gonna remember that when i need you bernie's son reeve is certainly oh, uh, reeve my loves reeve loves he loves me and he loves my partner joel he does, well you know he doesn't like i'll tell you doesn't, Reeve doesn't like he's, he's very um, picky about, picky who, about like, who he likes about yeah. especially well, males. he should be right and he only and i always say my son reeve loves his uncle ike his pappy, and Dean and Joel. Yeah. We see them every so often, so often as they walk, always smiles. Walk, through the, yeah. walk through the neighborhood that we both live in together. Bernie, thanks. Friends, that'll do it for this week's podcast. Thanks to our friends from the American Red Cross, and thanks to Bernie and all of our amazing team members that are working so hard, because we know this next few weeks you are going to rely on AccuWeather and us to tell you where, when, how to travel. We'll keep you up to date on our network, on our AccuWeather app, on the Android side, uh, Google Play Store, or on the Apple Store. AccuWeather Now is a good place, too, from our AccuWeather.com website to check in. I can't remember in. all that stuff. That was I impressive. try to. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's, I was like, who, what, where, when, why? <laughs> I'm glad job. you're ending it. 
for my executive producers, Ken Prell and Andrew Robb, for Bernie Reno and our friends at Red Cross. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Episode three of our winter series. This is Everything Under the Sun from AccuWeather.com. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe to, rate, and review Everything Under the Sun on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And of course, if you have an idea for a future podcast, just email us at accuweather.podcast at accuweather.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 